Hello and welcome to the AG podcast number 41. Uh, I am the host for this evening, Jam, and uh, fingers crossed you can all hear me all right. We've got um, Ash with us, obviously, as usual today as well. Good evening, Ash. Good evening. How are you? I'm not a bad thinking, mate. We've got this, we're like proper, t- like, podcast host now aren't we this social distancing everyone's doing it now <laughs> yeah you know, we did it before it was cool brilliant um but uh, but yeah good to uh, good to hear from you mate and obviously we've got burger who's a relative regular now on the podcast good evening mate uh, good evening good evening everyone how are you doing mate you okay yeah i'm good mate hopefully i'm surviving <laughs> <laughs> and, i do have um, a cough so just be warned i don't think we can catch it over the internet mate we're okay um <laughs> And uh, and lastly on the lineup this evening is uh, is everyone's favourite from Ireland. No, not Wince and not Storm either. It's Bertie. So uh, good evening, Bertie. Uh, greetings and uh, salutations, Sham. It's, it's great to be back on. at a at a great time uh, for me because um, uh, I'm sitting here looking at the the League One trophy and the TFI Friday Cup that I won by beating you in the final and the empty bottle of champagne from my Formula One race after being a shitter for so long, and I'm just literally after coming off the Xbox winning a King of the Hill match against no less than Soggy Hab- Cabbages, so life could not be better for me at the moment. It's great to be back on the podcast, though. Well, I mean, you know, you've got to look on the bright side, and it sounds like you've had a good time of it recently. Um, I mean, you know, spoiler alert for anyone who wasn't aware, but he did win League One, so congratulations, but he will get that out of the way nice and early. Thank um, you. We will be coming on to League One chat a bit later on. I'm just going to run down the, the running order for everybody who's interested. So we're going to start off with uh, the Prem chat, uh, and then move on to the Championship. We're going to segue out to Bertie to have a bit of a chat live, this time obviously about the golf. Um, we're then going to go back to League One to round the leagues off, um, then go to F1 with Joe, and then talk a bit about the Reserve League and any upcoming events that we've got on prior to the start of next season. So... We'll kick straight off um, and we'll just run down how the Premier League looked at the end of the season. So, Berger, I mean, it, it all went wrong, mate, at the end, didn't it? Southey was first, Berger was second, Colmore was third, myself in fourth, Joby was fifth, Bunsey sixth and Bixie was seventh. Ash was eighth, just staying in there. Fantastic work, Ash. Um, Aaron and Paul are in the relegation playoff, which is still yet to be decided. Aaron's obviously not been very well. Uh, so we'll uh, fingers crossed that one goes ahead soon, and then we've got Joe Storm and Raz who have all been relegated. I mean, to be fair, Raz bless him, three points all season. He looked like he was going anyway, but um, you know it went quite down to the wire as to who uh, who got relegated. With only really between Paul, Joe, and Storm, there's only two points between them all. Uh, goal goal difference uh, sort of contentiously was the thing that that changed that game. So. Um, Ash, I'll come to you first because um, yeah. I want to save I want to save Burger until the end. Just to just to milk it a bit longer. Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, Ash, fantastic result. You know, looked at some stages in the season like you were doomed to uh, get relegation. How yeah. uh, how did you manage to stay up? Yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I think I posted in the championship thread that I was looking forward to seeing them all uh, next season. Um, yeah, last couple of games really managed to get a bit of run going. Um, I think won four games on the bounce. Um, and then even the last set of games, uh, Joe and uh, Storm um, managed to take three points out of each of them. And I think it was just enough. Well, obviously, it was just enough at the end to sort of secure that eighth and eighth spot and survive. Um, but yeah, I, I, ideally, I don't want to be leaving it so late in the in the season um, and literally going to the wire next season. 
Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, I mean, we played a King of the Hill game yesterday. And I mean, it's fair to say, you, you know, you took me apart in that game. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird how sometimes, obviously, across the season, it should level itself out. Yeah. But it just shows how competitive the Prem really is when you look at, you know, anybody from, well, I mean, I was going to say anybody from sort of eighth upwards. But when you look at him, there's Aaron in the relegation, there's Joe. Storm, you know, Storm gave you a run for money. Yeah, I mean, Storm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Storm was my last game of the season, um, and we had two very good games. You know, he's a very good player, and I think he will come straight back up from the championship next season because he's not a championship player, um, and he's he's been a bit of a bogey player in the past for me. So, you know, obviously, he needed the three points and managed to secure the three points, uh, which was enough to obviously keep me in the top division, but. Yeah, I mean, you're just looking at some of those players down here at the bottom. Storm, Joe, Aaron, uh, Paul Lowe's. I mean, when I played Paul, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a washout. I think he was probably a little bit weaker this season than he had been in previous ones. But that's not to say anything. Um, you know, there's four players there that shouldn't really be anywhere near the bottom, in my opinion, and especially the likes of, uh, you know, Aaron. Um, so... Yeah, Storm's going. Well, this is it, isn't it? With how competitive the Prem is, you know, yeah. you say that, but then who do you put in there instead? Well, that that's you it. Know, that's that very true. Thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, just sort of looking at the top seven, you know, um, yeah, it's a good point. I think I was just sort of looking up towards the top. Um, I think Joby's done quite well this season. I don't think um, I don't think I was expecting him to do as well as he as he's done. Um, obviously, Colmore came up from the Championship quite dominant, um, so knew he was going to be. Uh, quite up there um and the same with burger who's always up there sufi um you know it, it, it's surprising i think the ones that surprised me out of those uh, top seven were probably joby um was probably the standout but yeah i mean going back to that bottom joe and storm will definitely be fighting out in the championship next season and i expect both of them to come back up um and then obviously aaron and paul i'd expect aaron to win that um but you know it's a one-off game who knows yeah i mean i mean burger we'll come to you uh, come to you next then we'll get bertie to uh, have his say after i mean break it down for us mate them last two games i mean i i've been a big advocate of, of sort of my well i've not been backwards and coming forwards in the way i talk about studies gameplay i think it's it's for me it's actually worse than soggy in the sense that you know he's it's all to do with game management and you know he'll, he'll kill the life out of a game by passing it around and um, you know, the, that's the main difference you could argue with between him and Colmore in the sense yes. that, you know, Colmore is, I love playing against Colmore because, yeah, he might absolutely smash you, but you have a really good game, you know, and it's, it's like a basketball game almost, whereas Southey is very, very monotonous and very slow. And, you know, what, fair play to him because it's worked, you know, he's, he's ended up getting the, the, the championship. Um, but how, how would you see that those last two games, if you could break them down for us? Rubbish. Can we move on? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, no, um, I mean, overall, um, I've only dropped points to two people all season, so I can take that from it. Uh, I'm still come second. And only, well, the lowest I've ever come in the season is third place, so I can find I can keep that record going. I won the League Cup, quarterfinals at Elim, and I was within a grasp of winning the league. So, as much as I could... But fair play to Southey. Um, he took it to the last game. I lost to Joby. Um, and he hung on to the skin of his teeth in that game. Uh, and that loss uh, meant that Southey had a chance and he beat me in two games. 
Um, I did an error. I put the wrong player into the first game in a different position, which cost a goal straight away. Um, that's an admin error, and I didn't really look back, and Southey took me apart. But as for Southey, he's very patient. He wanted his own back for the League Cup, and he well and truly got it. Yeah, I mean, looking at the rest of the division, any shocks for you in regards to final positions? Um, like I always like to pick up what Ash said because I'm actually not surprised that Joe B. Um, well, he's done very well. I was expecting that. I think I, I didn't tip him, but I didn't think he would do that badly. Um, you just got to look at the record that he had in the championship. Yes, Colmore didn't lose, but Joby wasn't far behind him either. So um, there's no shocks there. Um, I mean, I mean, I think over time the better players have come into the league. Everyone's slightly come down. Yourself, Jam, Ash. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just at the level where everyone is. I think so there's no major shocks in my opinion. Hey, in I mean, there. Don't put me, still put um, me in the same bracket as Ash. I finished fourth. And you well, you, you've been <laughs> fourth and seventh place, I think, ever since I've joined the site. So you've been in that bracket, so to speak. The Europa League um, places. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Unless it's you can't come above me. A, Have you ever yeah, done that? Well, next season will be the time, hopefully. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I mean, moving on, just uh, just to finish off the uh, the Prem, obviously the only member of the podcast at the moment who's not a part of the Prem. Um, that's not to say that he might not get promoted next season, Bertie. Um, looking up from uh, the now championship to the Prem, again, how did you uh, how did you see it overall? Anything uh, you want to point on that we've not spoken about? Not really. The only thing I would say is that I know that Joe and Deerstorm have been uh, tempting relegation for the last couple of seasons, so it's probably not a huge shock to see the two of them go down. I feel a bit for Raz because I've played Raz a few times. He's a really nice guy. But his team is just so crap. I, I actually think if he had his, if he had my team uh, or Burgess team, I think he'd probably do pretty decently. He, I don't think it's reflective of uh, his ability, the fact that he only had uh, three points the whole season. So I, I actually, if he can build on his team next season, I think he'll challenge to go back up. Um, I don't know who's going to win that playoff game between Aaron and Paul. Um, Aaron, he's probably going to be away from the Xbox for the last week or so. That might... Uh, won't help his chances as for the top of the league look it's nice to see someone different win the league I think Berger was the reigning champion is that is that right Berger was the champion the reigning champion he Correct. was the yes. reigning champion yeah it's it's. I think it's good to, that the different people win it because like I've seen we've seen in the past where the likes of Subs wins, wins it a couple of times and he kind of gets bored but the one thing about Berger he's just very competitive guy he will not want to finish second next season he's going to be bursting his butt to get back up on top and I think that's good for the league but, and I won't let Jam uh, come behind me again <laughs> that's my take on it Jam fantastic well thank you very much for that guys we'll, um, we'll head over to the championship now we'll drop down uh, into there and have a look at how that finished off so I'll run down the final places um, and just to say as well big round of applause for everybody in the championship I mean it went down to was it the last game of the season I believe yeah to, yeah. Um, to, to finalise it so I mean what, well, what there was a lot there was a lot still to be decided in the last match day because I'm obviously the championship I'm in and it was all to play for for pretty much every position other than the poor old last place Pain. Yeah, I mean, which is which is great, which is what we want to see, yeah. you know, especially considering there's only one position, which is what you'd call, you know, quote, safe. 
in the mm. championship, you know, that eighth position, every other position, there's something to fight for at the end. So mm. um, running down the running order then. So we've got Mark who finished first, Malian that is as well, sorry. Um, ended up winning the championship on goal difference just above Shelbourne by two goals, which is fantastic. Um, you've got Suited, who was in third, Plunkett in fourth, Riverman fifth, which is a great, pretty good season for Riverman. I know he's got a great squad, but that's still really good. There's Bonzi in sixth, uh, Jeff Anthony was seventh, Mackham was eighth, Soggy Cabbages in the relegation playoff with Welser, who eventually lost the relegation playoff to go down to League One, which I think we can all, all agree was a massive shock. Yeah. Uh, Wintz, unfortunately, didn't last in, out of League One very long. He missed it, so he's gone home. Uh, MJG is dropping down and Payne wants to go meet Rhino and uh, take six points off him next season as well. So, um, and I believe, was it Bonzi who who won the playoff? He did, yes. That's correct. And, and, and he's leaving. Sadly leaving, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the same with what happened last season with Geordie, wasn't it? Which is, is you know, it's frustrating, but mm. for the integrity of the division, that's what you want. You wouldn't want him to, to throw the game, you know, to, uh, to sort of let someone else go up if they didn't deserve it. So, uh, We'll go uh, sort of a bit bit different order this time. Uh, Berger, we'll start with you. Like you rightly said, you're obviously the admin of this division, so you've been sort of watching over it as the season's gone on. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to give me a bit of an appraisal um, in, in terms of how the season went, do you think it sort of worked out how it looked like it was going to go in the end? I think looking at it, I think everyone's agreed. I think the only shock was Soggy not getting that mid position because that's probably the most Soggy position in the whole entire league setup, Absolutely. in the middle of the championship, where you can't go up or down, although he did come one place behind it. Um, yeah, I think I think as the season went on, um, there is a ten point nine point gap between the top seven and the bottom six. So I think it was always going to be them top seven and the bottom six, and it was just whether who would obviously get the amount of points to get promoted and how many points to uh, get safe for relegation. Um, yeah, but the, obviously the biggest shock, I think you alluded to, it was Welser. Um, but I can imagine him obviously doing very well next season and maybe have an upturn like Mouse has done and Payne have got to double promotion, just get to start winning games again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what you think, Bertie, but I would probably have Welser for an unbeaten season next season. Do you think that's fair? Oh, absolutely. I, I watched that game. It was played last Sunday evening, his uh, playoff game against Soggy. And uh, I, I really expected him to win to win it. Like, And I know because he was my COD partner this season, I know that he had some uh, issues with his team. He really hadn't his team set up right for a lot of the season and he fell a little bit too far behind and he ended up in the playoffs. I still expected him to beat Soggy and it was only a, a, a near-end mistake that cost him uh, the defeat and uh, he was definitely sick over that but he, he's definitely a cut above of everybody else in that bottom division now I, I think he'll go unbeaten he'll, he'll win the win the division and if he has a decent striker he'll have the, the golden boot as well he, he's just far too good for that division to be honest with you I mean you say there about you think he was going to beat Soggy I mean I said in our WhatsApp group I had Soggy to win um, you know Soggy he kind of reminds me of that Mourinho-esque or you know Simeone-esque manager that you know if you've got a one-off game um and you need to not lose then he's your man um you know and i think it was that you know it proved proved to be the case you know fair play to him he gets a lot of stick for his play style but do you know what it's going to throw up one of the best fixtures of the ag calendar which is soggy versus storm next season and i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i hope it's streamed i, I hope it's streamed oh it must be i mean they have to mustn't they um 
I mean, Berger, just um, coming back to you for a second. I mean, looking at the the table, like you say, not maybe not a huge amount of shocks going on. I'm glad to see Suited got up for me. Suited's a great guy, and, and I said from the start he should definitely be lower prem, if not higher championship quality. Every time I play him in King of the Hill, he, he seems to be really good. Um, it looked like Jeff kind of imploded a bit towards the end of the season. I mean, was that the case, or is it just the way that well, the pictures got put through? Or? Well, yes. Um, I mean, you look at it, he lost, I think, five or six on the bounce. But um, with how good the top six race was, pretty much everyone had to play each other. So pretty much all games had something riding on it. I know Shelbourne had games of like Riverman, uh, Malian and stuff like that. And so did everyone else. But Jeff may be a good start on playing against all the teams that are in the bottom six. But when he came to against people needing points, he didn't get them. Um and there was an instance yeah. where I mean, he does go off on one and he has got a bit of a temper um, and just loses it and maybe that's where his downfall was. Yeah. I think pretty much everybody apart from Bertie's got that in him though. I don't think anyone... Yeah. <laughs> I think Bertie's probably one of the only guys who wouldn't have that in them. Um, but uh, but no, I think it'll be definitely... It'll be an interesting season next season. You've got Bertie and Naked and uh, Ryan. Was it Ryan Jones? <laughs> Uh, Big B and Rye Jones. Yeah, I mean, again, the fact that we opened up them them promotion and relegation places this season was great. The fact that there's more more going on because yeah. I think, like I say, it's going to make that division next season fantastic. Um, I, mean, Ash, I mean, go on, Berger, you quickly. I was going to say, it's worth noting, in the Premiership, me and Southey, um, behind you, Jam, we were like 23 points. Now, 23 points in that league would separate pretty much the top 10 people in the championship so it just describes how tight it is and it no one is kind of running away with it yeah i mean i think that's the thing it's, again it'll be interesting to see with the like you said earlier on with the guys going down from the prem um, mm-hmm. you know joe storm raz and one of aaron and paul um, you know, will those three come back up again next season or someone, you know, spring a surprise? It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see, um, yeah. especially as more players come into the leagues as well. Um, Ash, any uh, any words that you'd want to uh, or any thoughts you want to throw in? On the yeah, I mean, or? I think we've said this on the, on the podcast before, nearly every single, uh, you know, one we've done that this for me is the tightest division um, and probably the best division out of all three of them, because there are so many equal players um, and I mean, just sort of looking from one to seventh, it's just, it's a nine point gap, which is, you know, compared to other divisions is nothing. Um, and sort of looking towards the bottom, you're then looking at, you know, 31 points down to sort of 20. Um, again, that sort of, you know, nine, 10, 11 point mark. Um, so it, it's such a tight division. And um, I think the way that it went, there's probably no real surprises in there. Um, Wells are obviously going down um, is, a, is a shock, but it was a one-off game, um, you know, as the relegation playoffs are. So you never really know which way a one-off game will go. Um, I mean, the three that have gone down, Wince, it's a shame not to have seen him kicked on, really. But as you say, maybe he missed League One a bit too much and will go and join, um, you know, the likes of Rhino uh, back down in that division. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's going to be interesting because, you know, Maley and Shelbourne uh, suited um, are going to come up. And, you know, Maley's been a Premiership player before. Um, I think the other two are, it will be their first time in the Prem. Um, 
I don't think mm. I don't think either Shelbourne or uh, no Malian's been in the Prem before, but I don't think Shelbourne or yeah, Suited have been in the remember, Prem. If you remember rightly, last time Malian got into the Prem, it was before that we had the reset and he sold his entire team, and we're sitting on about three hundred million. Yes, Suda. yes, I remember that. Uh, so <laughs> got off to a, a derby, yeah. derby in the Premier League esque start. Yeah, he tanked his first like ten, fifteen games or something. Yeah, um, you know it was pretty pretty poor, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll move on from the championship, um, heading down uh, across to the golf before we head over to League One. Um, so, Bertie, if you would like to, instead of playing your pre-recorded, yes, sorry, spoiler alert, it is pre-recorded segue, um, we will have it live. Bertie, off you go. It's great to be live. Oh, sorry, love, I don't need the music. No, we're live. <laughs> sorry, that was my, wife, my, my producer wife. Uh, she just brought me in a cup of tea and she thought, <laughs> I wanted the music, no. Um, so we've had a couple of events since I last was on uh, the podcast. We had uh, an event in week three in the Coeur d'Alene Resort, and uh, the winner there was Mackham Jet, and he won from Lost Boy. These were two high handicappers, and it's great to see these guys taking up the game, like Mackham and Lost Boy just recently took it up, and they seem to be enjoying it, and it's great to see them having success. The fourth week that we played is the first major of the season. And that's where no handicaps, just go and play lowest score wins. And this was such a tough course. It was Keystone Heights. When I played it myself, I was thinking, why did I pick this course? Because I had a nightmare on it. It was just so tough. And the score that Wells shot was just phenomenal. He shot uh, 19 under. Berger, like, you know how hard that course was. And to shoot that score is just phenomenal. And he won by nine shots from Shelburne, and uh, who was ten under, and Rhino was third and nine under. And Welza, he's um, I, I know he kind of lost love of the game for a while, but he's got back in again. He's just playing phenomenal golf uh, every week, and his handicap is now he's the only guy that has a he, when you his score at the moment he, he gets shots taken off because of the fact that he's so good. So. Um, he's a fantastic result for him. Well, that's a great play by him. Uh, just two bits of news on the golf. The first one is that at the end of the season, the top five guys in the society qualify for an event, the final five event. Now, we've decided that we're going to play that at the Firetone National Course, which is a recreation of the real Augusta course. It's a really tough course and it's suitable for the top five. But I'm going to run an alternate event on the same week and that would be one of the crazy golf courses that we use uh, for the weekly events because and anyone's got anyone that has the game i would say play this it doesn't matter if you're good if you're bad you're going to have such great fun playing these crazy uh, courses and we're going to have that in the last week and that's pretty much it from the golf brilliant thank you very much bertie uh, i mean in the sense of the golf i mean you know speaking from experience it was something that i would say last season I, I didn't really play much at all the season before. I played briefly, and it was mainly, I'll be honest, just for the Scudo. Um, yes, I'm a try-hard shock. Um, but um, I'd, again, I know obviously you you picked it up before, Ash, didn't you, as well, and, and tried it. And I, I will say, I mean, I, I've gone back to it this season, and I'm actually quite enjoying it, whether it's because of the current climate we're in right now, you know, and the whole isolation thing, I don't know. Um, but I am actually enjoying giving the golf a go. So anyone who's uh, listening to this and maybe not trying um, I think is it on Game Pass, Bertie? Is that right? It's not on Game Pass. No, there's oh, a previous not. version of it. There's a previous version on Game Pass. This current version is not on Game Pass. It's probably quite cheap at this stage because it's out about 
about 18 months at this stage. So it's great to see so many still play it, but uh, it's pretty cheap, I'd say, if you want to go look into the store. Yeah, I mean, again, give it a go, guys. It is definitely one worth picking up, um, especially, uh, you know, just to get involved, like I say, in the odd event and, and obviously the weekly weekly tournament as is. Um, so thanks for that anyway, Bertie. We'll move on to League One, um, which obviously nicely segues into where you are at the moment before you head up to the championship. Um, so we've got Bertie who finished champion. Congratulations. Um, we've got Naked <laughs> <laughs> Kids who finished second. Um, I mean, shout out to Naked. I know you work far behind Bertie, but 122 goals yeah. Uh, yeah. scored by Naked. I mean, that's that's bloody ridiculous, that is. So well done, mate. Um, Bry finished third and also managed to get back up to the championship. I think he, he got relegated last season. Is that right? Yes. But he made a few errors, a few few errors, which made him go into a relegation fight, which he lost. Administration errors. Yeah, of course. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and then we've got Rhino who finished fourth and sadly, obviously, didn't come up uh, through the playoffs, but did beat Harry in the playoffs, which is fantastic. Um, we've got Ryan Jones in fifth, who did win in the playoffs. So well done to Rye. Hilly in sixth, Harry in seventh, Tunners in eighth, Lost Boy ninth. Diadex 10th, Worm 11th, Wizfox 12th, Gazgrass didn't finish bottom, woohoo, and uh, Andy Brill in 14th. So, Bertie, I'll come to you first. Uh, obviously, this is the, the division you were in last season, technically now. Um, how did you see it? How did you get on through the whole season? I mean, we know you got promoted, but in, in the end, um, any any major shocks or, or sort of, you know, anybody you think should have performed better or didn't perform to their, to their worth? No, I think the four that went up uh, were the were the four best players in the league last season. If I look at m- my games, the previous season I dropped points against guys uh, further down the league, and that cost me. But last season, uh, I won and lost a game against Naked, same against Big B, and the same against Fry Jones. Everybody else I beat, except I, I, I drew one game with Hilly, but I won every other game. So I think it, it probably was pretty effective that the top four... I did think that... Uh, Rhino, because he was showing great form going into that game with Roy Jones, he would beat him because Roy Jones had been playing very well before in the few weeks before that and then had lost his form. But on the night, he just absolutely obliterated Rhino in the first half. And um, I, I think he's a quality guy and uh, he, he'll do he'll do OK. I think the four of us, we, we, we'll be competitive in the championship and it's just a matter if we get a good run, we can we can keep up there. But it's going to be a challenge, you know. Um it's great to see the guys like I great to see Gazgrass not finish bottom. Like it's uh, and it's great to see the guys that you know, the likes of Wiz Fox and Andy Brill, you know, they take some batteries and they just turn up and just play the game and enjoy it. Like they're the guys, the mainstays of the league, you know, those kind of guys. It's great to see them keeping playing. They just never lose heart and they keep turning up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's something I've been a big advocate on on previous podcasts and saying, you know, those guys they they deserve um you know, a massive amount of credit because nobody likes to lose. You know, some people take it harder than others, fair enough, but nobody likes to lose. And the fact that they do lose sort of, you know, often week in, week out and still keep playing, it's great. So, you know, fair play uh, to those guys. Um, Ash, League One, obviously somewhere me and you have never been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and hopefully never will be. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of League One, any shocks there for you? Anybody? Again, I know Bertie says he believes that the four that went up were the four best. Do you think anybody could have gone up in place of one of them? No, um, I've been looking at the sort of top seven. Um, I, there is no surprises there. Um, you know, I don't think any of the sort of bottom seven um, are sort of well have not had the season. Let's say to challenge. Um, 
if you were to say at the start of the season who I thought the top seven would be, it would be the top seven that are sitting there now. Which order? I don't know. Obviously, big congratulations to yourself, Bertie, for going up. Um, and Thank you. Naked, I, 91 and 122 goals, I think is ridiculous. And um, I'd love to see in some of these scores, that, uh, especially from Naked's, um, that he, he put in. And the fact that he scored 122 goals yet hasn't won the league is also a bit of a uh, is also a bit of a head scratcher. Um, I mean, I was just looking here that obviously he's he's conceded a little bit more than you did, Bertie. Um, Bry, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I quite rate Bry. I think he's a good player. I think the way he plays is good. Um, so it doesn't surprise me to see him go up. Um, and then obviously Bry Jones went up in the playoff, didn't he, against Rhino? Um, oh. You know, and again, sort of those four spot, those four spots. Yeah, I mean, Harry. I know we joke about Harry on the podcast and whatnot, and that you know he should have his own division, which is a hundred percent correct. Um, but you know, I think out of those four, I probably would have put Rhino and Rye Jones in the final. Um, and obviously, Rhino, a bit like Wince, doesn't seem determined to come out of League One. It's his humble abode. Um, so, uh, well done to Ryan Jones for going up uh, in the playoff spot. I mean, you you look at um, yourself and Bertie, you've both just said it there, that, you know, the best four players went up and, and whatnot. I mean, you look at it, and Rhino and Ryan Jones was definitely the fair playoff final because, you know, Hilly and Harry only had 41 and 39 points, respectively, whereas Ryan and Rhino had 51 and 49. But, um, you know... I think, are we being a bit unfair on Rhino, do you think? You know, he, he won all five of his last games going into the to the running. He had he had more points than Rye Jones, a better goal difference. Um, they all have to play the same people. Do we think we're being a bit harsh on Rhino there, Berger? No. <laughs> <laughs> harsh. That is harsh. Why, why well, not? Well, it's, it's, I think people have alluded to. I mean, at any given day, anyone can beat anyone, and especially in that league... With, I don't know how they got on in the first the first game between those two. But like I said, it was the equal final um, by looking at the table. And if, how many playoff finals has he lost now? Um, I don't know about finals, but I think he's been in playoffs for the last three seasons on the bounce. And he hasn't gone through. Well, if he wants to stay that, I know he avoids certain people in friendlies. Um, so, yeah. If he wants to stay in that division, so be it. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said in what you've just said there. I mean, Bertie, you're not backwards and coming forwards in playing people, you know, all comers. Um, do you think that people get better by playing better players? I'm a firm believer in that. I like, I, I like you know, if I see you on, and you, like you are definitely a better player than me, I'll play you, and the same with Berger or Ashley, I see you on. I, I'll want to play you guys, because I think you learn from the better players. Uh, like uh, I, I, winning or losing a game really doesn't matter to me. I, I'll try as hard to beat you as I will try to win a league game against Big B or, or, or whoever. But there's no question, you're better off to play better players. I mean, you do you, learn from them. I mean, we we watched the the playoff final um, in a party, but me, you, and Nikas was in there as well, and maybe Andy Brill. And yeah. One of the things we remarked on obviously was the. Um, the sort of the, the contentious point of, of rage <laughs> for lack of a better word you know and and losing losing people's heads um 
And I think, you know, you look at the disciplinary record of League One, it, it's there's probably more Reds in that league than there is in, in any other league, um, for sure. Put together? Yeah, probably put together. <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got to look at it. I think that there's more rage, there's more hacking, there's, you know, and I think, you know, a lot of the time that does come from, from Red Rhino. Um, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe it's a point of contention that if, if he maybe held his composure a bit more, he could be sitting here on the podcast as, you know, as going up to the championship. So I guess we'll never know is the thing until until the day comes. But uh, one thing just before we move on, um, and, and we actually mentioned this the other, the other day. Um, I don't know if you guys know um, what I'm about to say, but Ash, um, Bertie and Berger, if I said to you there's a link between every person who won the division, the respective divisions this season, what do you think that link could be? Mm, good question. <laughs> so, so, every, so every, so the winner of the Prem Championship in League One all have one thing in common. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Take a guess. Go on, Ash, you go first. They've all scored over X amount of goals. No, Berger, your turn. Uh, no idea. Ah, uh, Bertie. We all drew. We all drew only one game. No, so well, I don't, actually, I don't know if that's true or not. That the is true. Getting, that is true. That's not the agenda I'm getting on. So let's part that one. The, uh, the the point I'm actually getting at is all three of you were all in negative wages. Um, oh. You know, so and I know it's something that we've beaten the drum on before. And, and oh, to be fair, in, no, 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 listen. And in um, in the prem, you've got Berger. <laughs> Heavily in negative wages, might I add, 1.4 million. You've got Bunsey, you've got Joe, and you've got Southey. Now Joe is obviously the odd one out, and that's in part because he won the raffle on um, transfer deadline day. You know, Bunsey's up there. Berger and Southey are the top two. They're in negative wages. Uh, in the Championship, you've got Shelbourne, Riverman, Malian, Suited Recluse, and Plunkett. All who are in the playoffs are all on negative wages. And then you go into League One, the only person negative wages was Bertie, who uh, who won the league. So again, you've got that argument there with, you know, people that have got the better players obviously are going to have a better chance at, at winning. So there is definitely, um, you know, I know people have said about, you know, don't don't sort of bring in rules and regulations to, to change that. But there's definitely something there in terms of financial fair play, for lack of a better word. And making it maybe a bit more of an even playing field, but again, I'll, I'll part that one there. I don't want to get into it too much. Can I can I come into the end that one, Jam? Because yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, yeah. I I I I do uh, to a certain extent agree with you about the there should be a financial fair play. But but what I'm thinking is, I'm in something like minus two point four million negative wages. Now next season when the franchises come out, instead of upping them to four or five million per match, leave them at three million or three and a half million. Leave them low. It's going to cost me a fortune to play every league match. I'm not going to be able to build up Scudo. And as a consequence, it'll give the the guys uh, who are earning Scudo for playing matches the chance to build up and get the better players in the BFAs and stuff like that. And like even going forward into the higher numbers, like the more the more you actually make it difficult for the likes of me to build up Scudo because of the fact that I'm in such negative wages, it, it definitely is the best way of evening the playing pitch over time, I think. 
Yeah, I just think again, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm really conscious. I don't want to get drawn on this right now, so that I'm not going to take any more comments. No more questions, Your Honour. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, you know, it's a podcast in itself. We've talked about it before, um, but I just thought it was an interesting point to leave you guys thinking about going into next season. So we're going to talk um, about F1. Well, in theory, we're going to pop over to Joe, who's got some F1 chat for us. So uh, take it away, Joe. Cheers, Jam, and thanks for having me back for another F1 roundup. Last time we spoke, we had the on-podcast reveal of the divisions and teams for Season 3. That went down fantastically well, and we also had a fantastic reaction from new drivers wanting to sign up. I believe we now have 38 signed up. I think it's 18 in Division 1 and 20 in Division 2, which is absolutely amazing. Now, since we spoke, we've had two races in um, Season 3. We had Australia in Week 1. And we have Bahrain in week two, which was on Monday night. I'll just do a quick little rundown. Uh, we started off in Australia, like I said. Um, Shelbourne, a new driver, he won the race. Started on second on the grid. Uh, we had MGG in second, who was third on the grid. And we had Jakesy in fourth, who started from seventh. Ninja Bean was fifth, uh, sorry, fourth. He was started on pole position. And myself, I was fifth. A very good showing for the promoted drivers there. In Division 2, the Malian, again, he was relegated from Division 1 last season. He won the race pretty easily by 12 seconds. A new driver in Bryan was second, and we had Hilly in third place. Pack Fisher in the Williams, one of the slower cars, one of the strong favourites. He finished fourth. Now, moving on to Bahrain, which was on Monday night most recently, we had... Division 1 was won by Ninja Bean. He started second on the grid, and he won the race quite easily by four seconds from Buncey. Buncey had a fantastic drive, started 16th, which was last, got up to second place, and we had Soggy Cabbages in third. MJG started on pole position, and he finished fourth. Colmore was fifth. Back down to Division 2, we had a very controversial win. Harry won the race, he started from fourth. We had Marion in second place, and Bertie in third. I think you're going to talk about it a little bit more in a second, but Bertie led the race for most of the way. Unfortunately, halfway around the last lap, he was shunted off by Malian uh, and he fell back down to third place. Very unfortunate for him. We had another new driver in Jaminator. He was fourth and we had uh, Brian, who did well in the first week. He came in fifth place. Just taking a quick look at the standings and what that looks like. Division 1, we've got the promoted drivers sitting up top. They're looking fantastic. We've got Ninja Bean on 22 points, MJG on 19. We've got Shelbourne, a new driver, on 15. And then they're slowly followed by the uh, the quicker drivers in Bunsey, who's on 14 points, and Soggy on 12. Division 2 looks a little bit less competitive. You've got Malian, who again is in one of the slowest cars, one of the favourites. He's sat on 27 points. You've got Brian, 86-71 on 18. You've got Hilly on 16. You've got Harry on 15, who had that good race win this week. And you've got Bertie on his 10 points. Now, I just wanted to give a little plug for the uh, fair racing guide, which can be found in the F1 forum. Always a, a handy read, both for old drivers and new drivers. Just wanted to make a quick point about the fact there's some things we don't like in this league. We don't like people being shunted off on purpose. We certainly don't like people um, making claims that they're going to shunt people off on purpose. Let's just try and keep the racing fair, guys. Uh, going back to that last incident I mentioned in Division 2, I believe Bertie's going to have a C on it now. So take it away, Bertie. 
All right, thank you, Joe. And obviously, Bertie, if you want to follow on from what Joe uh, Joe had to say there. Yeah, as Joe can, can imagine. Joe, I, I, I was gutted. I was absolutely gutted to, to, to what happened to me on that last lap. And like, I'll tell you about Million, like what, what he did in Bahrain. And when you do things like that to an, a Formula One shitter like me, like I've been posting nothing on the forums. I kept really quiet, but I'll tell you something. He went down in my estimation when he did that. Like, I'm not resorting <laughs> to that, but, but, but I'll tell you, and you can tell him now if he's listening to this, I'm still going to be fighting for a win, and he's got to go to China next week and get something. <laughs> and and I'll tell you, honestly, I love it if I beat him. I just love it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, can oh, you hear me? I, I, I took my head and set off and threw it against the ground. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got carried away. I got oh. carried away. It's brilliant. It's podcast podcast moment. That is that will that will be played in years to come as uh, as part one of the podcast classics. Um, Irish Keegan, but, yeah, Irish Keegan. <laughs> but no, I think for me, you're absolutely right, Bertie. And I think you know that wasn't the only point of controversy. You know, we talked about it before, and I've, I've talked about it in my blog as well. Um, you know, Danger Mouse streaking up the inside line in the, uh, the Division One race, put a few noses out of joint. Um, Berger and Rhino both did the same thing in, in each race, which was, um, you know, fell which was obviously, you know, getting spun out and then just sort of driving Miss Daisy, just, you know, potting himself back onto the middle of the race, bang on the racing line while there's about 10 cars on the way. So, yeah, an interesting one, really, whereas I do believe the normal etiquette would be to let everybody pass and then come on. But, you know. I, use, your mirrors. Music, so. use your mirrors use your mirrors now i don't want to name names and i don't want to go back to things because obviously burger and me are on the force india team and we need all the points we can get this season but last season i remember a very similar incident happening and Mom's funnily up. enough it was me that took out burger and i don't want to say anything but he went crazy he <laughs> went mad and then the tides turned this week it's not my fault yeah, it's not my fault. Yeah. We we'll say, no <laughs> we'll say no more. We say no more. Brilliant. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on from F1 controversy. So, Burger, 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 you've just finished the Reserve League with the help of Rhino and Riverman. Um, you know, we've got, uh, I think it's eight new members. Is that right? Um, yes, I think so. Eight um, new members. Seven, seven took part in the um, uh, Reserve League. Um, with Jaxie hopefully coming on, he just had a kid, so um, he's obviously couldn't be able to take part. But uh, firstly, I would like to say a massive well done to everyone getting the games played as quickly. I mean, the games only got released on Friday, and it was completed by last night. Yeah, um, well so done. I mean, hats off to everybody. Um, obviously, with the current circumstance, it's probably made it a little bit easier. But the match arrangement, all the questions were spot on. Um, it got done, and obviously, um, hopefully, this it, it, well, they will get a league position soon, and hopefully, we can get cracking and they obviously test themselves out in that in the respective division they get given to. Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, I think for me, the reserve league, you know, the, the speed with which it got done was phenomenal. You know, considering that we only launched it, was it last week? Yeah, Friday. You know, and to have it done so quickly was was brilliant. Um, you know, we're just waiting on the one game now from the from the actual league, which is to be fair, it's got the deadline of the fourteenth of April. So, 
if all being well, they get it played on Friday, then all the leagues will be wrapped up quite quick, which, yes, we know the current climate helps add to that, but still, it's a great effort from everybody to get that done because not everybody is finished work, you know, and everybody has mm-hmm. other commitments, so, so well done to everybody. Um, in terms of um, what's coming up, obviously, uh, Ash, I believe you've got um, a little bit of a, a list in terms of the events that are on the way yeah, uh, so, to help us through this trouble time. Yeah, so I thought we'd just give a little plug to what we've got coming up for the rest of April. Um, good variety, um, and we've got a couple coming up in the next sort of six days, three events coming up. Um, so uh, Friday, the temp, so tomorrow, um, this uh, we have a Call of Duty event, so uh, if you have a copy of Call of Duty, always good numbers, great fun, variety of modes, and do get involved. Uh, that's Make sure you do the down. Yes, uh, there is an update um, that I think came out. Um, so we're recording this on the Wednesday. This will be coming out Thursday. So Wednesday there was an update release. So do get that downloaded. I think it's about 12, 13 gig. Um, on Sunday, we've got a FIFA handicap tournament. Uh, always a good uh, a good format. Obviously used in the uh, in the eliminator uh, in the league. So, if you're a prem player, uh, you'll see your sort of state your normal championship league one. You always get a goal or two goals head start. Uh, that will be kicking off at nine o'clock. Uh, GTA returns Tuesday. Always a, a favourite one, and we tend to get good numbers on GTA. Um, that will be kicking off at ten o'clock. Uh, then 17th Friday we've got uh, FIFA TFI um, a Ryder Cup format and then the following week uh, on the 22nd Wednesday at 10pm uh, PUBG I know uh, Joe is a big fan favourite of uh, PUBG so 10pm uh, Wednesday the 22nd and 24th of the same week on the Friday uh, again another FIFA event uh, custom tournament so obviously on the night we'll probably hear a little bit more in terms of the format uh, that'll be kicking off at nine o'clock and then to end April on the 28th of uh, April uh, on Tuesday at 10 o'clock we will have the players choice so uh, keep an eye out on the uh, on the thread from Joe near the time to get involved with that but a good variety of games there um, so, yeah, do uh, get them in your diaries and your calendars. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, like we've talked about, it's really important to make sure that we get get everybody on and, and keep everybody talking at this time as well. You know, it's um, I know obviously it, it might just look as, you know, just gaming, but I think we all generally have a laugh when we're online and it's good to uh, good to have a chat and, and keep yourself engaged, whether that's on an Xbox or, or what. Um just because we've um, we're sort of wrapping up quite quickly today, um, I just want to spend the next five minutes just before we finish um, with you guys that are on, just uh, briefly having a little bit of a chit chat about maybe what we'd like to see from next season going forward in the uh, in the AG leagues. It's proving to be yet again uh, year on year we're growing. This will be our biggest season yet. Um, you know we could possibly if we stay at three divisions have 15 members in each division, which would be phenomenal. Um, Bertie, I mean coming coming to you. Is there anything that you think you know you'd like to see brought in next season? I mean, you mentioned about the the payment staying as they are, but anything just and again, it's not a, an official capacity at all. Just purely, if I gave you a you know a magic uh, a magic lamp and a genie, what would you want to bring in next season? Um, I personally prefer to see the smaller leagues, as in like if we have forty four, have four divisions of eleven, rather than have three big divisions of fifteen. I think that's. Uh, it's. It, I, I personally, I think that's better. Now, 
but it doesn't really matter. But th- that's the one thing I would see. I, I don't like to see the leagues going too big because I think it maybe takes too long to do them. I like them to go through a season really quickly. We're out the other end and we might get a couple of seasons in before the next FIFA comes out. You know, that's that's the one thing I'd probably like to see. But I'm happy with whatever. The leagues are great. I love being in them. So whatever they be, they be. Yeah, fair enough. Ash, what about yourself? Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's a good idea. Um, I think, you know, maybe, um, well, I don't think it'll be next season, but the following season, um, you know, if the numbers continue to grow, then clearly we might have to uh, start spreading out a little bit more. Um, Obviously, we'll be due a franchise reset soon, so everybody will be uh, vying for a new franchise. Um, maybe would like to see some franchises in there that we've not had before. Um, you know, I know there's been a mix. Uh, you know, some people go for the big names. Some people go for the uh, the fancy kits. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just there's a couple of teams out there that, you know, the top teams that you could probably use and for franchises and pay good money for. You know, people will pay big money for the, the big franchises. Um so, yeah, I would say probably uh, it's going to be interesting to see what franchises are put in next season. Yeah, uh, Berger, what about yourself? What would you bring in or change? or, or what um, I don't think... Oh, um, maybe changing it to five days instead of six if the current league um, stays at 15. Um, but if Bertie's suggestion just gets um, like four leagues of levelling, keep it at six... Um, but with the bigger leagues, I think it's better to have a shorter time frame um, because then obviously the season will get done um, pretty much the same time as it would with having 11 games in six days. Um, I would like some, maybe, I don't know what your opinion on these, maybe an assists tab rather as well as a goals one. Um, just so, I don't know, just another stat on it, but um, maybe that might be uh, doable. I mean, one thing, I, I mean, I, that's possible for sure. I mean, for me, the, the thing I would like to see brought in, I'll be completely honest, is um, I'd like to see red cards brought brought more into the foreground. I think that red cards should be a case of if you get a player red carded, instead of missing one game, they should miss two games. I think it should be a case of they should miss the entire, like as in, say, for example, you've got fixture one, game one, and they get red carded. For me, they should be able to play game two, but then for fixture two, they should be out for game one and two. So I'd like to see red cards have more an impact because, you know, you look down, I'm not in League One, you know, I never will be, hopefully, but there's just too many red cards. You know, people are getting sent off left, right and centre. You know, even in the Prem, in the Championship, you see the odd few, and I just don't think it's that easy on FIFA to get red cards, so I don't see where it comes in. Um, maybe you know, maybe so, have a fine as well with that, if, if it's a red yeah. card. Maybe Absolutely, rather than getting yeah. paid for it, have a, like a five million fine or two point five million fine, um, and that will obviously think, hopefully increase. Be, yeah, I think that maybe that's a bit excessive going, you know, five million or something like that. Well, but yeah, that's obviously interpretation. I think but, you could argue, you know, if someone if someone gets, you know, what five red cards a season, they get a one million fine. Ten red cards, they get a five million fine. Something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see red cards be be sort of more uh, more harsh, personally. Um, but again, you know, we've we've all got ideas, we've all got sort of notions on how maybe we change things. But ultimately, we all still prefer the fact that the fact you know the league is 
is how it is, you know, and, and we have a good league. Um, which I'm not knocking at all. What the hell? What's that? Burger's been arrested, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Burger's gone out for his third walk of the day. He's gone. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, that, that sort of rounds us off near enough at, I think, about 55 minutes there or thereabout, 50 minutes. So we'll uh, we'll knock it on the head there, guys, I think. Um, and obviously we'll be back probably in about a week to two weeks um, for the uh, the preview of next season, which obviously, you know, season 30. So, uh, you know, a big milestone season. Um, and as per usual, obviously, you know, it goes out to the new guys as well. Anyone who wants to join in and, and give us a go and, and sort of come on and have a chit chat, please do. Um, you know, best luck to everyone going forward in the season. Um, Bertie, if you want to uh, say goodbye. Yeah, I just want to say, listen, lads, you do a great job on the podcast. I've never missed any minute of anyone I've listened from the very start. I love listening to it when you, when it comes out. So just keep up the good work. Great to be back on it, but just keep up the work. You're doing a great job on it. Thank you very much, mate. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening as well. And, I'll, and obviously coming on today. Uh, Berger? He is gone. Oh, he has been arrested. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Are you back? <laughs> I'm back. I've, I've uh, blagged it. Yeah, just to echo but, uh, um, Bertie's, uh, I'm always listening to it on Spotify, and as soon as it comes out at six o'clock, I'm listening to it. So, yeah, thanks for the work, guys, and I appreciate being on. No problem. Ash, if you want to say goodbye. Yeah, no, as always, thank you very much for listening and uh, thank you both Bertie and uh, Berger for coming on. If, you do, if you're sitting there listening to it and you do fancy coming on, you've never been on before, then please, please, please do get involved. Um, you know, it's so easy to and we'd love to have um, as many members as possible. And if you're a new member, um, you know, who's just joined in the league um, and you've just joined the site recently, please do PM either myself or Jam and we'll get you on board um, and we'll get you involved. We'd love to have... Uh, uh, you know you on and uh you know going forward we'd love to have as many uh, members in the league on as uh, as possible so uh yeah do get involved but as always thank you for your listenership yeah absolutely um and again thanks from me guys uh we'll see you on the next one season 30 uh thank you very much